Hey, everybody, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Preacher Boys podcast. I make this show for you, and I hope that you really enjoy it. I have a lot of people that ask me how they can support the show financially, and you can do that by heading over to patreon.com slash preacherboys. You're going to get access to exclusive content, including early releases of episodes. I've got a couple episodes right now that have been released at least a month early over on Patreon. You've got access to things like unique merch, depending on what tier you join, and you get access to some behind-the-scenes content that I'm posting within the group. So head over to patreon.com slash preacherboys and become a member over there today. Every single supporter helps make this show a little bit more possible, especially as I continue to add additional episodes and content every single week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let's get back to the show. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Preacher Boys podcast. First of all, I just want to say today is World Mental Health Day, and so I just want to remind all of you, I know we're dealing with a lot of heavy topics on the show. Many of you who are listening or watching, depending on where you consume uh, the Preacher Boys podcast, have uh, experienced a lot of trauma, and you're dealing with a lot of change and transition, and so I just want to remind you, just take some time for yourself. It sounds cliche, focus on some self-care, take care of yourself, and make sure that your mental health is there. I know so many of you, myself included, are passionate about helping other people, but you have to put your oxygen mask on first. If you're not doing okay, you're not gonna be able to help others be okay. So on this World Mental Health Day, be sure to take some time for yourself, refresh, renew, and then move forward and start helping others. So I'm doing this video, it's really quick. I just got back from Utah at about two in the morning last night, uh, or this morning, I guess is the right way to say it. So I was actually, this is basically what happened. So I did an episode about, I've been doing a lot of episodes about the troubled teen industry in coordination with this podcast. And uh, releasing those, I've interviewed quite a few from Agape, Lighthouse, several in Florida, um, Circle of Hope, yeah, several different homes within that movement. And uh, some IFB, some not, but I think the tendrils of the IFB kind of seep in. There's a lot of religious influence on all of these homes. And so anyway, I've really just been focusing a lot on that. And when the This Is Paris documentary came out, I reviewed that and everything because it was in coordination with that. And anyway, what happened was Paris actually reached out to me and sent me a couple messages just saying thank you and filled me in on a couple other things. And then uh, let me know that there was going to be a, a protest that they were arranging in Utah. And so I got added to this private group. They kept it all contained. They wanted to keep it like a lid on it until the day of. And so I was honored and lucky enough to get to go out and join almost 100 survivors of the troubled teen industry uh, and just be there as support. I filmed a little bit there. Just really wanted to stay in the background because it wasn't my event. But it was just amazing seeing this community support each other. So I just want to give you guys a quick update about what the day was like, uh, what we saw, some things that were encouraging, and just really some of the progress we're going to see now that there's so much attention on this topic. Uh, Yeah, basically yesterday I got in the car, drove to Provo, Utah. So I live in Vegas, so it's about five and a half hours for me. Drove up to Utah. We met at uh, a park in Provo about, probably about a mile from Provo Canyon School, which is one of the, it's the last school that Paris was put in as part of her troubled teen experience. And so we met there and we heard speeches from people from Breaking Code Silence, which is a 
um, nonprofit that's working to expose abuse in the troubled teen industry. I got to hear from someone from Charlie Health who promoted a alternative therapy that is non-abusive, non-traumatic. And so that's awesome. I'm going to reach out to them. Definitely want to communicate with them a little bit. Got to meet Alan Knoll. He spoke as well. He wrote Surviving Bethel, which is a book I'm going to definitely have to check out. Um, became familiar with him and I got to talk with him a little bit. And then I also got to connect with people from just other homes. And just one of, one of the things I guess I'll say that really sums up the day for me, because there were people from way beyond Provo. There were people from all over the country. But Craig Blake is an attorney with Utah's Disability Law Center, and he made one of the most powerful quotes of the entire day, and it was, treatment shouldn't leave a community of survivors. And as I sat there in the field with about 100 people, there was a moment where the the director of the event um, from Breaking Code Silence asked everybody to raise your hand if you were forcibly removed from your home, raise your hand if you were physically abused, raise your hand if you were sexually abused, raise your hand if you were force-fed, raise your hand if you know someone who died in one of these homes, raise your hand if you know someone who died due to depression from being in one of these homes. And what was shocking to me is even though there were people from California, Utah, Nevada, uh, Texas, all over the place, there were hands going up for every single thing that was mentioned. Um, And it wasn't like it was one or two for each question. Almost every question, a majority of the group raised their hand. And I guess when I look at these homes and when I look at the why do these homes exist, I just keep circling back to this statement that Craig Blake said, which is treatment shouldn't leave a community of survivors. If these homes were doing their job, there would have been 100 people out there celebrating these strong recoveries. There would have been celebrating the lack of addiction or this or fill in the blank. But instead, it was people who overcame and succeeded in life in spite of this traumatic past that happened to them. And so it was just really cool. So we got to hear all of them speak. We did a silent, peaceful march. It was very, I was just very impressed with how it was handled. It was very calm, very peaceful, almost completely silent. We marched in front of Provo Canyon School. All the kids were inside the school. It was all gated off. The security was out front watching, and I think everybody conducted themselves very well. And then we circled back around, we went back, and we got to hear a lot of really powerful testimonies from people who had survived these homes. There was some amazing stuff. It was just, it was amazing to me because in spite of these traumatic things, people were describing these horrific events, and they were explaining all the ways that mentally or financially or as parents, how they had overcome, how they had overcome that battle for self-worth. It was just a really inspiring, inspiring day. And everybody I met was just incredible. I know there were people there from the Troubled podcast. There were people there, like I said, Alan Knoll with Surviving Bethel. It was just cool seeing that community together. And I'm looking at, at this whole thing as somewhat of an outsider. And I just know the information from interviewing so many people on my show that it's something around, you know, March or April I just really started going full throttle and like trying to help. And my inbox is blown up with people from the trouble tea industry that want to talk. And most of them are from IFB connection. And so anyway, it was a really great event. It was awesome. I got to meet Hannah Kay. I'll put a link to her TikTok in the description, but she was on the show just recently. I got to meet her in person. And then obviously getting to meet Paris in person was really cool. I had talked with her a little bit, like I said beforehand, I knew that she was somewhat aware that I existed, Uh, but it was cool. I went up to go introduce myself and uh, I said, Hey, my name's Eric. I do pre and she was like, I know. 
<laughs> that was where I was. That's really weird. But it was just a really neat experience. And I have to say, she's one of the most down to earth people that I've ever met. Like when you meet someone far less successful people or far less famous people, when you meet people who have a platform like she has, there can tend to be this like lack of care or even an arrogance or cockiness. And I felt talking to her the same way I feel talking to some of the amazing people. Like I mentioned Hannah to Amanda, there's just a very practical plan and mission. And I don't know what I can share of what all is being planned, but I just know that she's taking this very seriously and I'm very excited to see how I can continue to help raise the alarm a little bit alongside them. Breaking Code Silence is doing an incredible job putting this stuff together. Paris is obviously lending an amazing platform that I don't think I'll ever build a platform like that, but I'm just really thankful that I got to go. It was, it was amazing time. It was amazing. And it's awesome that it's during a weekend where we're focusing so much on mental health because I think it was a healing time for the people that were there to see that community come together. And as an outsider looking in, it was incredible. It was beautiful. Anyway, thank you guys so much again for supporting the show. It just, it, it's really awesome. And it's stuff like this. that's starting to get me very excited. And I would like to see more event type stuff like this happen and real change start to happen. And uh, one just really exciting thing that's happening. So I mentioned Craig Blake with Utah's Disability Law Center, and they just announced yesterday that they're going to be that they're going to be that they're going to be investigating a hundred. So I mentioned Craig Blake earlier from Utah's Disability Law Center. Well, they announced yesterday they're going to be investigating a hundred reform schools in Utah, and so it's awesome. They're going to be doing a very thorough investigation, looking for situations of abuse, and then really going after schools that are not operating the correct way. And just one last thing that I think I want to let you guys know about is Paris Hilton's releasing a new single called I Blame You, and 100% of the proceeds are going to Breaking Code Silence, which is, again, an amazing organization doing incredible work. They've been doing this for almost 20 years, and I, I think it's a cause worth supporting. So be sure to check out that single, download it. And just know that your money is going to a good cause. All right, guys, that's it for today's episode. I'll catch you guys in the interview episode tomorrow and then for the next episode on Wednesday and so on into the future. So I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Be sure to go over to YouTube and subscribe to the YouTube channel. You can watch video versions of these interviews if you're not already watching it there already. And I look forward to seeing you over there. All right, guys, talk to you soon. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.